if tonight your soul is required of you. You can't take all your possessions with you. You can't take all your baggage with you. That is why you need to develop your relationship with Jesus because one day you'll return to him and rest in him. Ask yourself, where am I going? Regardless of how or where you start your journey or what you encounter on the way, it is the end that matters to Jesus. It's the end that proves the difference. It's the end that matters to God. The journey towards the future you desire can start today, right now, with a heart decision. in Jesus name yes the Lord be with your spirit this message is very special to me a message that I wrote in 2020 in the height of the COVID pandemic a message that I gave to my mentor prophet TB Joshua on Thursday June 3rd 2021 after he'd prayed for the COVID patients in the hospital ward in India through an interactive prayer session. And the message that jumped from the paper to my heart after he was called home two days later. In the crisis of today, in the panic of today, in the decisions of today, do you ever consider tomorrow? When I say tomorrow, I don't mean next week or even next year, but your final day. You see, God had eternity in mind before he prepared you and put you in the fire of life. That is why he treasures your spirit, because if you believe in him, it will be with him forever. The challenge so many of us are facing today is that we don't know where we're going. Ask yourself, where am I going? Regardless of how or where you start your journey or what you encounter on the way, it is the end that matters to Jesus. Is the end that proves the difference. Is the end that matters to God. You could be with God now, but the question is, will you end with him? Today you may have overcome your weakness, but tomorrow your weakness can overcome you. And God is more concerned about your tomorrow than your today, because today is yours, but tomorrow belongs only to him. You could be in the house of God, today confessing Jesus but if you want to know what a man's heart is really saying it's the next life that will tell you and tomorrow is a mystery the bible says in Ecclesiastes 3 verse 11 that the beauty in creation is that human beings long for eternity but they do not understand what God has done from the beginning to the end for many because we don't know where we're going, we're blinded to the tools that we need to get there. In order not to end up like the masses out there who are merely wandering, trapped by fear and doubt, unsure of their goals and dreams, learn to live your life 
from the perspective of tomorrow. I mean from the perspective of eternity. Let others hate you, but not you. Let others lie against you, but not you. Let others judge you, but not you. You see, the future doesn't come to you. You go to your future. How are you going to your future? Let me tell you the secret. With love, forgiveness, patience, humility, we go to the future we desire. How are you going to your future? Prophet T.B. Joshua said, our future calls for adjustment. This global crisis is not just something that you watch from afar. It has touched your life. It's touched my life. We can no longer continue to regard Christianity as a hobby again. We can no longer deny our need for God. Ask yourself, do you say your prayer as a matter of routine, a tradition? Or do you pray because of eternal life? Do you do good to be appreciated by others? Or do you choose to live right because of eternal life? Do you say sorry just to keep the peace, to quiet the noise? Or do you choose to forgive because of eternal life? Jesus' focus is the motive behind what we do. That is why he tests our hearts to reward us. As we go into this message, what is the state of your heart? Make sure your heart does not condemn you. Make sure your heart is not fearful. Make sure your heart is in perfect harmony with the living word. Be conscious that you're welcome because one day you'll return to him and rest in him. And you never ever know when that day will be. Ask yourself, do you live your life from eternity's perspective? The Bible says in the book of Luke 23, from verse 38 to 43, there was a written notice above him which read, this is the king of the Jews. Beside him, there were two criminals and one was hurling insults against him saying, you say that you're the Messiah, save yourself and us. But the other one said, don't you fear God? <laughs> we are getting what our deeds deserve. We're being punished justly, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he looked at Jesus and said, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus turned and said to him, today you'll be with me in paradise. Hmm. Even to the last moment of our life, there's a choice. You see, the thief who hung on the cross next to Jesus, he had eternity in mind when he said, we are guilty, but you've done nothing wrong. But the first thief, he never considered his tomorrow. In the pain that he was in, he wanted to inflict more pain on others. Do you find yourself in that situation? Satan never wants you to consider your future. He never wants you to consider your tomorrow because he knows he has no control over your future. 
information Satan has about you is your past. That is why he wants you to lose hope. But the second thief knew that his future lay in God's hands. That is why he said to Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He knew that even in Jesus' crucifixion, his soul would live on. The public crucifixion of the thief, the nailed hands and foot, was a public disgrace and looked like ultimate failure from a human point of view. But from eternity's perspective, it was not. Why? Because Jesus was looking at his heart, his intention. Little do we know that our life is measured not by our situation, but by the movement of our heart. What is your heart saying right now? What your heart is saying will determine what you receive from God today. What your heart is telling you is what you really are. What are you facing? Is it rejection, disappointment, failure, poverty? Those who created yesterday's pain do not control tomorrow's potential. Hmm. Do you know where you're going? But for many of us, because we don't know where we're going, we have time to answer every unnecessary insult. We have time to nurse every pain. We have time to store up every offense until our heart is so full that there's no room for God to enter. Is there room for God to enter your heart? Where are you going? Where are you going? That is the question. Do you ever look at your life from God's angle? You see, you can be the richest person in the world. You can be a successful businessman or woman, but yet not what God wants you to be. So how do you know you are what God wants you to be? Genuine peace of heart and legacy for generations. If today is your last day on earth, what legacy will you leave behind? What will you be remembered for? You see, it's not your money or your property that you will to your children that will help them. In a second, the economy can change. In a second, the world, as you know it, can collapse. The only thing that remains steady is the word of God. The best legacy you can leave is to point them to the way of the Lord and heaven needs your heart. But today, our attachment to possessions stands as a barrier between us and true spiritual growth. Don't be like the rich fool in the book of Luke 12, verse 15, who invested his whole life in his possessions and failed to acknowledge God as his source. When he had stored everything he had in his storeroom, God came to him and said, you fool. Don't you know you have no tomorrow? Tonight, your soul will be required of you. If tonight your soul is required of you, you can't take all your possessions with you. You can't take all your baggage with you. That is why you need to develop your relationship with Jesus because one day you'll return to him and rest in him. If you're struggling today to let go of the pain of the past, or maybe you can't seem to hear or receive from God. My mentor, Prophet T.B. Joshua said, you should look into your love walk. 
Ask God to give you love enough to look beyond today and plan for the future that you desire. Because it's the love you give away. That is the love you'll keep. That is the only love that will speak for you tomorrow. Gone are the days where we can say with our mouth what we do not believe in our hearts. If you're doing what you're doing without your heart, it's not worth it. Learn from Jesus. Jesus was not a man to be led by others. You see, Jesus didn't labor to appear truthful. He simply was a man of truth. Jesus wasn't concerned about his reputation. He had character. Jesus never tried to look good. He simply was good. And Jesus never did good to those people around him because he wanted to be appreciated, but because he loved and obeyed his Father in heaven, which was where he belonged. Do you know where you belong? Do you know where you're going? How much time do you spend getting your heart in tune for prayer? How much time do you spend getting your heart in tune to meet your maker? The sad thing is that so many people, they can spend so much effort, years, energy, thinking about today without even a thought of tomorrow, without a thought of eternity. Many can even spend so long in houses around men of God, singing worship songs, and yet never make that heart decision to surrender to their maker. Remember what Jesus said in the book of Matthew 7, verse 22 to 23. <laughs> Many will say to him, but Lord, I prophesied in your name. In your name, I cast out demons and perform many miracles. But he will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Are you ready to meet your maker? You may ask the question, well, where am I going? I don't know what God has planned for my future. Let me tell you. The book of John 14 from verse 1 to 4 tells you that Jesus has planned for your future. Yes, he said, do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me so that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I'm going. Do you know the way? If you know the way to the place where you're going, why do you cry? Why do you envy someone else's future? Why do you compare yourself to others? You see, the way to the kingdom of God is not far from you or beyond your reach. It's right in front of you in the word of God. If you know where you're going, the Bible is your roadmap. Yes, the only source for finding yourself recreated is the Bible. There's no substitute for it. So, take a moment to ask yourself today, where am I going? It's that thought of tomorrow that can change you. It's that thought of tomorrow that can keep your heart busy. You see, you were created to praise God, to worship Him, to think of Him. 
do you ever consider the kind of person you would like to be tomorrow? That's the question that shook my heart. In 2006, when I sat on a wooden bench in the Synagogue Church for Nations, Lagos, Nigeria, in a youth class, and Prophet T.B. Joshua said, do you ever consider the person you want to be tomorrow? That question entered my heart. Let me ask you that question today. Do you ever consider the person you want to be tomorrow? Do you ever reflect on your past mistakes and ask yourself, is this the kind of person I want to be? Someone that lies, someone that compromises, someone that ignores injustice? The journey towards the future you desire can start today, right now, with a heart decision. What is that heart decision? To ask for God's help, because we were never meant to walk this journey alone. You need to know where you're going. If you know where you're going, Jesus, he will lead you there. And you won't have to do it alone. So I want to leave you with a thought. Take this lesson from Jesus. Jesus knew who he was and Jesus knew where he was going. That is why he became the servant of all, because he knew this world is just a market. He knew he was just passing through. He knew he was just passing through. The Bible says in John 13 verses 3 to 4 that Jesus knew that God had given him all power and that he came from God and he was returning to God. Therefore, he took off his outer garment and he washed his disciples' feet. Hmm. So today, if you know where you're going, if you know that one day you are returning to God and resting in him, the best way to use life is to spend it on something that will outlive it. Love someone more dearly every day. Forgive someone from your heart every day. Give away what your life depends on every day. Sow to the Spirit every day. The Spirit returns to God who gave it. And such as have walked with God now will dwell with Him forever. The question is, are you walking with God? Is your heart ready to dwell with Him forever? Perhaps today your motives are all mixed up, but if you genuinely desire to follow Jesus, he is ready to lift you up, to put you on your feet and make you the person he created you to be. If you're ready, you just have to make that hard decision today. To keep our heart fit for his holy sight and answer when he calls, this is our task on our journey to eternity. Let us pray as the psalmist did. Lord, help me to know the number of my days so that I may gain a heart of wisdom in Jesus' name. Amen.
I believe this message has touched your heart as it has touched mine over the last few years. But it's not just enough to hear the word. Let this word enter deep into your heart and allow the Holy Spirit to guide you in understanding of that word. Meditate over the scriptures. Read all the Bible passages, the whole entire chapter, and ask the Holy Spirit to guide you to an understanding of that truth. Yes, God is in his word. And he has prepared a place for you. Certainly, if he's prepared a place for you, he will prepare you for it. Allow him to prepare you as you walk with him hand in hand down this road, this path to eternity in Jesus' name. all over the world good morning welcome to the University of God as you know the human heart human spirit is God's workshop and the Holy Spirit is a teacher and a builder remember we are made to be like Jesus in our hearts our hearts is a contact point communication point landing point for the Holy Spirit our heart is a prayer room Romans chapter 1 says, we serve God with our hearts. We hear God with our heart. When I say our heart, I mean man's spirit. Man's spirit is the fountain of faith, the communication point, God's purpose. You have listened to the message, wonderful message, Eternity's Perspective. I know that message has blessed your life in the name of Jesus. Take note, Eternity's Perspective. Perspective, God's angle, God's point of view. Do you see things the way Jesus sees it? How do you see your life? In what situation are you now? Many hearts are locked in the prison of anxiety, self-will, no way out. But I have good news for you. Very good news. Jesus is looking for you. The Holy Spirit, our helper, is on his way to you, our helper. A helper, not like man. A helper who sees you. A helper who knows you. A helper who locates your heart. That's the Holy Spirit, the paraclete. The one sent from heaven to help you in your weaknesses. Man's spirit fails unless the Holy Spirit fills. It's on his way to fill you today with his life in the name of Jesus. So worry not. Remember, eternity is perspective. It's all about focus. What do you mean by focus? Attention. Listening with a hearing heart to what Jesus says, to what God says to you. If you focus on God, you are what God says you are. Remember in the book of 1 Samuel chapter 3 from verse 7 to 9, how the young prophet Samuel started his ministry. God wanted to reveal himself to him. 
And God came to him and said, Samuel, Samuel. He rose from his bed, thinking that the voice was from the outside. He ran to his master. Master, master, you are calling me. He said, no, my son, I have not called you. Go and lie down. He went and lay down. The Lord came back again. Samuel, Samuel. He rose and ran to his master. Master, you have called me. He said, no, my son, go and lie down. I have not called. The Bible says in 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 7, Samuel did not yet know the Lord, nor was the word of God yet revealed to him. When God came the third time, Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. He ran to his master. Then the master realized that it was not him, but God was speaking to that young boy. He said to him, go and lie down, my son. If you hear the voice, say, speak, Lord. Your servant is listening. He went to lie down again. And the Lord came, Samuel, Samuel. He says, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Attention, 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 attention. Remember how Moses started his prophetic ministry? The Bible says that Moses was pastoring the sheep of Jethro in the wilderness. God wanted to visit him. But God could not talk until he caught the attention of Moses. The Bible says, the angel of God came in the burning bush. Moses said, Exodus chapter 3, verse 2 to 4. Let me look at his great sight. When God saw that Moses looked towards it, full attention, God said, Moses, Moses, say, here I am, Lord. What does this mean to you? God will not speak to you if you don't pay attention to his word. Proverbs chapter 4, verse 20 to 24 says, My son, attend to my word. Pay attention to my word. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for there are life for those who find him. So now, whatever is your situation, God wants to speak to you today. God wants to give you a word that will change your life. Pay attention. All you need, change your focus from your problem to God. Faith focuses on God. Right now, what is hindering you from hearing his voice? Resentment. Anger, bitterness, unforgiving spirit. These are the things that damage our heart and hinder us from listening to God. But I'm telling you today, if you focus on God, God will put his peace into your heart right now. God does nothing without his word. Therefore, your healing, your deliverance, your breakthrough is in hearing the word of God. Are you ready? To listen to his word? Are you ready to hearken to in the voice of the Holy Spirit? I'm here to tell you 
if you focus on God, you are what God says you are. If you focus on God right now, you have what God says you have and you can do what God says you can do. Only you need to hear the voice of God. Viewers, be in agreement with me. Let us pray for God to give you today the breakthrough you're waiting for. Let us pray today your heart will begin to hear the inner voice of God. Right now, we are asking God for breakthrough. The first place you need to prosper is in your spiritual life. Right now, open your heart. Open your heart right now for the journey. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus, our heart, their heart is the communication point, contact point for the Holy Spirit. Father, we pray whatever barrier between our heart and the Spirit of God be removed in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever barrier between your heart and the Spirit of God, I say be removed in the name of Jesus Christ. Be removed, be removed in the name of Jesus Christ. Whatever hindrance, whatever veil, clouding your heart, hindering you from hearing the inner voice of God, that veil, be removed in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible says in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 6, 7, 8, 9 to 10 says, and verse 17, whenever a man turns his heart to God, the veil is taken away. Right now, ask Jesus to remove the barrier in your heart. Ask him. Ask him to give you a hearing heart. Ask him, Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray that veil be removed in the name of Jesus. That barrier be removed in the name of Jesus. Whatever has been hindering you from hearing the inner voice of God, be removed in the name of Jesus Christ. Be removed in the name of Jesus Christ. Right now, place your hand in your heart. Place your hand in your heart. Say, my heart, hear the voice of God. My heart, discern the inner voice of the Holy Ghost. My heart, listen to the inwardly received truth of God. My heart, pay attention in the name of Jesus. Oh, Holy Spirit, enter their hearts. Enter their hearts. Enter their hearts. Make their heart ready, ready, ready to hear your voice. Make that heart ready, ready, ready to see what God wants them to see. To hear what you hear in the name of Jesus. Open their heart to your word. Open their heart to your word. Open their heart to your spirit. Open their heart to your faith in the name of Jesus. Open their eyes to see what is promised to them in the Holy Bible. Guide them when they read the Bible. Open their hearts, oh Lord. Let their conscience ring by hearing the inner voice of God in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Quicken their mind. Quicken their heart. Quicken their spirit to discern your voice. To recognize and say, yes, the Lord has spoken to me today. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Viewers, I believe something new has happened to you today. As from today, when you take your Holy Bible, don't just open it. Ask the helper. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide you. As David said in Psalm 119 verse 18, 
Lord, open my eyes to see wonderful things in your word. Lord, let my conscience begin to ring. Holy Spirit, help me to receive what you say. Help my conscience to bear witness that you are talking to me. Let the Bible become alive. Let me hear your voice. Let me recognize that this word is for me. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. We can't wait to hear your testimony. We believe this is an appointment with breakthrough. We believe right now when you pray, your prayer will be answered. In Jesus' name.